Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast focusing on the booming horse market in China, bringing to you by two experts of Chinese equine industry, Zoe King and Jojo Wang from Shanghai and Hong Kong, introducing China to the world. Hello, Zoe. How are you? I'm good. The winter has arrived. Beijing, Shanxi, Hebei, Tianjin, and Inner Mongolia welcome the first snow from the season. It is only less than ninety days till the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics, and I'm looking forward to the games. Talking about Beijing, after launching the new rider system in 2018. The Chinese Equestrian Association officially launched the Equestrian Coach System. This is an exciting news for the industry, isn't it? Let's share more in our China news today. Certainly, the system was officially launched by CEA in early November, aiming to encourage staff working with professional certificates, develop a safer riding environment, ensure rider safety, and lay the foundation of the horse industry. The coaching system was developed and will be conducted together with the assistance of German FM. It is divided into seven levels, starting from assistant coach, then one to three star professional coach, and four to six star competition coach. Each level has different requirements on training hours, working experience, teaching experience, and competition results. With the specific policy, candidates can gain their coach license from the ordinary path and competitions. The rider who competes in the final of the national game twice could acquire four-star license in priority. Rider or coach representing China in the Olympic and Asia Games will prioritize the five-star license. And rider or coach who represent China for more than one year consecutively and achieve certain level of CAA coach qualification will get a six-star license after passing the CAA coach committee review. Although the system still has a long way to catch up, I'm excited to see the system getting more complete each day. For the China Club session, we have always been talking about the new clubs. Let's throw back to 2001 and bring our audience to Beijing Tongshun Racecourse. Till today, Tongshun Racecourse is still a legend that exists in China racing history. Although the racecourse is no longer operating today, and the owner has been very low profile in the racing industry in the last ten years, the company registered for the racecourse is still active. Will they stage a comeback? Has become many people's concern in the industry. Tongshun Racecourse was the most significant racecourse in Beijing. It was registered under the Tongzhou District Administration of Industry and opened in August two thousand and one with a test opening race event. The racecourse served as an unprofitable horse racing organization, and all profits are allocated for charity and welfare development. To further promote the charity and charity activity of the year, starting from 2005, the racecourse has held several projects to raise funds for Beijing Racecourse for health rescue training and health education projects, including eight charity horse races with prize quest, pony riding activity, children's playground, and BMW open photography activities. According to the record, the racecourse had 1,300 thoroughbred 
16 trainers from Hong Kong, Macau, New Zealand, Ireland, France, etc., and 36 jockeys, professional vets, and chemists. The race course has three international tracks, including two turf tracks with 2,218 meters and 2,005 meters, and a 1,850 meters dirt track. Other than the professional racing facility, at the same time in 2003, the company also built the first equestrian eventing course. Not only that, but the company also invests in breeding to produce 500 foals yearly. Although Tongshan Racecourse is no longer operating and there is no betting allowed in China until today, however, it does not stop people's passion for the racing sport. Yes, let's keep an eyes on this and we will keep our listeners updated if there is any news coming. Hey Jojo, remember in Season 2, Episode 18, we talked about the first course-checked Hong Kong and Macau Modern Equine Industry Development Youth Academy Forum in Beijing. Some audience wrote me a message and would like to know a bit more. Right, no problem. Today in the China Story Session, we have invited the events organizer. Let's listen to our conversation with Elfa Zheng. Hello, Elfa. How are you? Hi, Jojo. All good. And you? Great. What a nice morning. So can you introduce yourself and tell our audience what do you do? Hey, everyone. My name is Elva. work as Vice Secretary General at the Chinese Association of Animal Science and Veterinary Medicine, Equine Branch. Now I'm in charge of international exchange and cooperation, also overseeing our member service. I took the position last year, my dream at five years old, and now they are quite similar to make the equines live better. And now I'm trying to get more equine resources in and out of China to try to make my dream come true. Elva, can you tell us the Chinese Association of Animal Science and Veterinary Medicine in Equine Branch? What is your mission and what exactly the institute do? Thanks, Jordan. I will be very proud to introduce that. It's a long name we can see. Chinese Association of Animal Science and Veterinary Medicine. It's a national first-grade academy organization in China. Our association is one of the 38 branches. Equine science is one of them. The mission is to promote the development of horse industry and create better life for both horses and humans. We carry out academic exchanges. For example, Jojo attended as well. Two weeks ago, we held an academic conference for the young students and teachers and everyone working in the industry. The second important task is popularize equine science knowledge and the practical skills. The third one is we organize the specialists to suggest national policies and regulations in industry development. I think all the ones who work in the industry know that a national development plan for China horse industry, a 2020 to 2025, that was drafted by the president of our association, Professor Han Guocai. So what kind of challenge are we are facing in Chinese equine market now? I have been thinking this issue 
all the time. I, I work in the stable since 10 years ago. I can see horses is not only about academic, like association mm -hmm. I am working now. The business is, is important. It will make a good circle to support the horse's life mm -hmm. better. The market is very important. What I see in the equine market here in China, there are three main challenges. The first and the most important one, I think, is the scientific concept to manage the horses. The history of horse in China is quite long. We can see many horses in our museum that maybe from 2000 or 3000 years ago. But the concept to treat the horse is quite new to most of the populations. Like what's their normal or abnormal behaviors? How to choose a suitable horse? If we don't know what the horse need or there is block out in our mind, it's not easy for the market chain run smoothly. For example, it's like a good feed. You couldn't make people buy them when they don't know horse need good feed to support their sport. So that's the first challenge I can see uh, in the market here. The second one I see is the local horses here need drops. We all know the market and needs a lot of more good horses in the riding clubs. We imported a lot, but the local horses for the for the pony lessons we still need a lot. That means we need uh, excellent horse trainers here in China. Uh, we imported excellent dressage, show jumping, or polo, or even quarter horses. But for the beginners, we don't need that high level. And we have more than 3 million horses here in China waiting for the jobs. So we need a connection between horse trainer. The third one, I think, is the exchange of the information. Due to the different languages or the spread of communication channels, some individuals who want the knowledge or market information couldn't get them effectively. Or even worse, they couldn't get anything. They don't know how, where to get them. I chatted with Jojo before. Communication makes us realize, oh, that's the thing I need or my horse need. I didn't realize that until I get the information. So that's, um, they need, but they don't know. So they need yeah. someone to tell them they need it. Yeah. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I want to say. <laughs> of course, we know that there are many challenges in the market, in the industry. But sometimes we said that the challenge coexists with the opportunities. So, Elva, what would be the first thing you want to do to overcome some challenge? Um, I would suggest more common sense provided to the public. Our team is working on this as well with some of our members who mainly from universities to create some articles, videos, but I know there is a very long way to go. We need more. Also yeah. here, I would like to welcome all who are interested to talk to me, to work this together. We don't want to reinvent the wheel. We mm -hmm. want to get a ride and so we can all go faster together. That's mm -hmm. the first thing I think what we can do and what we need to do. We have a media uh, platform mm -hmm. as well, so we get some feedback from our members sometimes. Common sense, like I said, Many of them doesn't know so many professional things like an abnormal behavior. The horse got colic. What mm -hmm. colic like? Everyone uh, told them colic is very dangerous. It may kill a horse. But how, how to tell the horse is suffering a colic problem? Yeah. So something like very small but very important in the daily life. Mm. That's what I, I suggested. Yeah, very basic practical information. And I think most of, yeah, most of the population here in China still uh, need the common sense part. I know there are very good riders, uh, trainers, but that's uh, like a I top of the pyramid. Mm -hmm. they, they're just a small amount. 
So yeah. what we need to focus on the base. Right. Okay. Such an informative conversation with Alpha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan and Zoe, for inviting me. Every politician contributes in building up a strong industry. There is still a big gap in the equine vets and medicine area between the China and international standard, but it's closing up very rapidly. Yes, we'll bring you more insights from the China horse market in this podcast. If you have anything in particular you want to know, feel free to email us at contact at wonder-horse.com and we will try our best to cover your questions and up in the and we will try our best to cover your questions in the upcoming episodes. Right. Have a good week, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is co-hosting by Zoe King and Jojo Wang, powered by Wonder Horse, a business solution provider focusing on Chinese equine market and a bespoke equine community in China.